I know, I know, I know, I know I'm late, y'all, I know, I'm sorry. I was meaning to record this, I went a little extra hard in the gym last night, which over-exhausted me, and I ended up getting like a good five hours of sleep, uninterrupted, you know, but um, I did not record last week at all. Um, As most of you know, I was in New Orleans for my cousin's wedding. This is my first cousin. This is my mother's sister's son, you know, so me and him was pretty close coming up. And um, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. Um, let me introduce myself. This is the Tired of Talking podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. And happy Friday to y'all. Happy Friday to everyone. Um, we have another week and we've been blessed. If you made it here, you're blessed. If you woke up this morning, you're blessed. Um, if you got some sleep last night, you're blessed. So, uh, yeah. Again, I did not record last week. I did not record because uh, I was down in New Orleans. I was running around my hair cut off trying to get everything situated for this massive wedding that I was a part of. My cousin had 16 groomsmen, 16 bridesmaids, and they told me that that was a shortened number from 25 groomsmen and 25 bridesmaids. They had to cut it. They had cut it down and narrowed it down to exactly who they wanted to be in this wedding. So that gets, that just tells you alone that um that yeah uh <laughs> it's a huge wedding. It's a huge wedding. You know, it was a huge wedding party. Um, but I was glad to be a part of it, man. I got to see. All my family, like it seemed like my entire family flew down there. And it's wild. The only people that really that really didn't fly down there was my mom. And for my immediate family was my mom and my two sisters, my sister B and my sister Gina. Um, They were like the only ones that didn't fly down. And my sister Gina just started her new job. Um, Blessings to her. And she couldn't get the time off. My mom is taking care of two of my younger cousins and you know there's a little small situation with them that you know she really can't leave them alone for a few days uh so um my mom you know she uh my mom couldn't make it and then you know there's my other sister b who just got her cdls and she was gonna be on the road driving trucks he'd be driving trucks now i don't know who she thinks she I don't know who the hell she is. She thinks she, uh, <laughs> I can't even come up with somebody for her to compare, for her to, com- you know, be compared to, but she, whoever she thinks she is, she's, she's that person, you know, she over here driving trucks, like the 18 wheeler joints, big boy trucks, you know, with the cab, with the, uh, with the extended cab on the back and the, or the, uh, the trailer on the back and the, you know, the sleeping cabin, you know, like she driving them joints, you know, so more power than my sister, man. She just, she's a jack of all trades, man. I love her, man. She just be doing whatever, whatever the wind blows her to do. She does it, you know? So, um, but yeah, yeah. Back to what I was saying, man, I got to go down to New Orleans and like, you know, I got to get up with, uh, the homie Earl, which if y'all remember back in my New Orleans taught me how to fight episode. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. It's up in the library somewhere up in my podcast library somewhere. Go ahead and listen to that. Um, yeah, man, I, Earl was one of the guys that I had to fight when I first got down to Orleans, who happens to be my friend's best friend now. Like they have been best friends for 28 years, he told me. So he's known me 25 of those years. And um, yeah, we fought. Me and Earl fought, you know, um, 
got my ass whipped a few times messing with Earl. Um, whipped some ass when I was down there. So, like, I took my bumps and bruises. I kept it moving. And, um, yeah, man, I used to I used to hate going down there. I just knew that it was going to be turbulence in the first few weeks of me being down there. You know, um, them cats, they did not like me at all, man. I came down there. I used to have my parts in my head. Back in the day, we used to get parts heavy. If you're from up north, you used to get parts heavy in your head. That really wasn't a southern thing. Um Again, you know, you'll hear all of this stuff on on the uh, New Orleans taught me how to fight um, episode. But like, yeah, man, I used to have parts and wearing Air Forces and shell tops and they ain't wear none. They ain't wear any of that. You know, I wore a lot of basketball jerseys back then. They ain't, they ain't wear any of that. They ain't wear any of that. You know, they didn't they didn't care for any of those things. So um, it just it just it, it caused a lot of it caused a lot of rifts between me and the people um the the natives that were there you know so and i just i couldn't get around that and you know by the second and third summer they realized i wasn't you know i wasn't gonna be no bitch about it and i was ready to throw down like you know you basically had to walk outside with your fist up because you already know somebody gonna try you when you out there so you had to walk around with your fist up (laughs) you had to walk around you know um you had to walk around, you know, on guard, your head on a swivel. But, um, yeah, man, it felt good when I got down there. It felt good when I got down there. It felt good to see Earl, man. Earl married now, got a couple kids, you know, about to buy a house. This boy got a nice car. Like, he got the job popping. You know, he was clean. He was fresh. I'm looking at him. Wife looking all good. You know, like, they, they look good together. I got to meet her, you know, um, me and her. You know, we all took pictures. It was a bunch of pictures, man. I got the... I got to film the whole thing and and you know this is a little this is a little flex but I got to film the whole thing in 8K cuz you know these uh these um for for your iPhone users um I got that Samsung that uh that S21 Ultra now and yes this thing films in 8K the video is so clear you see the sweat trickling down people's faces um on this thing here very very clear any type of freckles you tried to hide with concealer oh yeah seeing all of that you know so uh yeah um it's it's dope it's a it's dope it's a dope thing but yo new orleans is just such a different place man it's palm trees all over the places it's uh those big those big uh spider spider um plants those those aloe vera spider plants are all over the place they kind of creepy because they're so huge but um yeah it was a big palm tree right outside and a big spider aloe vera plant right out in front of the airbnb that i stayed in all my cousins rented airbnbs um i rented a little small studio shout out to lenore and brad um who i rented their studio airbnb off of um uh, it was just a dope vibe they they basically took one portion of their house and made it an airbnb had its own it's got its own private entry um you know its own stove its own bathroom its own refrigerator um own living quarters the tv was there uh and you know you had you also had a small backyard they had carved out for you know if you had guests if it was you or if you just wanted to just go back there and chill um, it was kind of cold when I got down there. It was like uh, in his 40s, which was unusual for like Louisiana. But um, it was cold when I got down there and started warming up toward the end of my stay. And um, yeah, I just got down there. I grabbed my rental car and I rode around the city, man. And the city is still is wild because the city is still recovering from Katrina. And Katrina was years ago, years, over a decade ago. Um, 
And the city is still recovering from that, man. The bridges are really, really still real rusty looking. It's real rustic looking. But it gives the city a pill because it's, it shows that the city is resilient, man. It shows that the city is fighting back. So it gives the city like a nice, like a, a nice aesthetic. Um, and, uh, you know, I like the first day that I got my rental car, I just rode around the city, man. I just tried to get a vibe for like how the city was when I was a kid going down there. Um, and granted, like I only stayed in one part. I didn't have my license back then. So I didn't go, go visit, uh, all the spots. My, my aunt actually lived in Gretna, which is a small city right outside of New Orleans at the time. Um, she since has moved to the city, but, um, but yeah, man, uh, I rode around, I rode over top of those bridges, man. I guess a lot of like highway action all through there. Uh, and you could just tell that like Katrina still has taken its toll on the city, man. But the people, they just, they resilient, man. They fighting it. They fighting back on it, you know. Um, and it's very, very warm place as far as like how you're received. You know, I forgot how the South, the real South is with people, you know, that Southern hospitality is still there. You know, people see you, they give you the head nod or they, they speak when they see you. You walk into a store and everybody greets you, you know, um, even people that's walking out the store greet you. And it's just it's still there. The Southern the Southern hospitality is still there. Um, and it felt good, man. It did. It felt good to kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of being up here in north, up north or whatever. Um, the wedding was amazing, man. I can't believe that they had 16 groomsmen, 16 bridesmaids. Um, I got to walk down the aisle with a girl named Sheena and, um, she was, you know, she was pregnant and, um, she was, she was just showing, just starting to show or whatever, but, uh, we made it work, you know, um, she was a very, very nice young lady. And about my height, a little shorter, probably as shorter than me. They had his line up, of course, according to height. So uh, she was the tall, the tall one. And, you know, she she walked down the aisle with me and um, it was just a great it was great, man. The reception was phenomenal. We well, you know, the actual wedding service itself was uh, was great. You know, they had it in a nice church on the west side um, and, you know, the reception was just wild, man. They. They do things totally different there. It's a vibe, man. It's uh, it's the New Orleans vibe. It's that they do that the footwork stuff, like all the viral videos you see about like people like doing footwork at like the like the parades they be having. Yeah, they they get it in like that at the wedding, at the reception. Yeah, uh, you know, like they they had a DJ, and you know we the cake was being cut, and you know um, the bride was. We had to take so many pictures. I was so exhausted by the end of the night. Like I ain't even want to do anything. I didn't want to go out anywhere. But we took so many pictures with the bride, the bride, the groom, the bridegroom's uh, families on both sides. We had the groomsmen was all out there. Um, and we just, you know, we just um, we just, you know, it was just a vibe. It was just a vibe. And um, my, my cousin Lamar, blessings to you and your union, um, you and Shannon, you know, Shannon, welcome to the family. Um I got to meet her kids. She has uh, three kids, I believe. Three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. She has three kids. Um, two sons and a daughter. Her two. Her son and she has a son that is her son and her daughter are both um, adults. And she has a 14 year old son. And it's wow. I ended up with him for the majority of the week and the 14 year old son. 
I was like, I, this is my first time meeting this Joker. And, and, you know, now he in my car. But he was cool, man. Very inquisitive kid. You know, this kid ain't never seen snow before. Never. He's never seen snow before. You know, and it's wild. Like, we only be thinking about, like, that type of stuff from people down south. But, yeah, they don't they don't see snow in New, in New Orleans. They don't. At least that, down in uh, New Orleans. Um, maybe up, up closer to the north, northern Louisiana, maybe they might get snow. I don't know if they ever get snow up there. But, um... But um, yeah, New Orleans, they they never they never see snow. And that bugged me out. I, you know, you kind of we kind of get wrapped up in the bubble of uh, we kind of get wrapped up in a bubble of, um, you know, of where we live at. You know, with us being from up north, we see snow. We see all the seasons and stuff like that down there. They pretty much just it's just it's just spring and summer. <laughs> it's just spring and summer. It gets a little cold, you know, spring, 50 degrees, a little lower to 50 degrees. And then, bam, they right back into, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 degree days down there. So, um, yeah, he was so shocked. He was like, you know, I had asked him, I'm like, yo, you like how you like it down and he was like you know this is my home but like i ain't never been anywhere else and i'm like well you're only 14 you know you'll you'll figure it out you'll probably pick a school that you want to go to that's outside of this state you know uh where you can see some other stuff but like he was good people man it was very refreshing to hear a kid that was just so innocent you know what i mean like our kids we just it just seemed like kids are just so grown these days, like, and just want to rush everything because of their pretty much the social media usage and like all the everything that they see around them. Um, it feels rushed. It feels like they feel like they need to grow up. They need to do this. They need to do that, you know, and um, they put these unrealistic goals, um, set these unrealistic goals for themselves. And, you know, they don't make it and they end up in a they wallow in depression and it's a lot of different stuff. So it was felt it was crazy, like hearing this kid that was just naturally inquisitive, like he's just curious, you know, and I was just it was refreshing, you know, and that's probably why. I don't know, like I told you all before, like, I think a part of my mission is to, like, be around these kids at some point, man. And just whenever you're around, I, I sell it to anybody, whenever you're around any type of kid, man, um, more than ev ever, man, we definitely need to follow that. You know, it takes a village mantra. Um it takes a village mantra, uh, you know, where Weaver, I just got your message. <laughs> and I know Weaver is probably texting me because the episode, the podcast episode is hasn't been released. And she's probably wondering what's, what's going on with me. <laughs> Weaver, when you hear this, yes, I just got your message. <laughs> and this episode will be airing as soon as I get done. I'm going to just put it out. But um, yes, uh it definitely takes a village, man. So whenever you see kids, man, like, yo, just just have a talk with them. Just have a talk with them. See what they're about. You know, you'd be surprised how how far that goes. Because, like I said, I ended up stuck with this kid. Um, I guess his mom and him and my cousin trusted me that much that, like, yo, they like, oh, he'll be all right with Jordan. So, like, yeah, just go with him. Because we were, we, what were we doing? We were doing the, um, actually, we were doing a, a rehearsal. We were doing a rehearsal on Friday for the ceremony because this is the first time that we actually got up with everybody it was so many people flying in it was so much coordination that happened that like we only had one day to do the rehearsal so as we um you know we were doing a rehearsal after we got done my cousin carl who is my cousin lamar's brother um was like yo lamar uh you know hop in the car with me like we got to go handle the stuff at the hotel um so 
they hopped in the car and before he hopped in the car, Lamar was like, yo, can you take my son? No, can you like, can my, can my son ride with you? And talking about his stepson. Um, I'm like, yeah, 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 go ahead. You know, I think I, his nickname is Dula, which is wild because that's the name of the guy from uh, the shy. If you watch the shy, that's the guy that watched. That's the guy from the shy or whatever. His name was Dula, but, uh, <laughs> his nickname is Dula too. Um, so they was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, do lock and ride with me or whatever. So as we ride and, you know, he's just asking me questions. Like he, he, like, he was like, yo, y'all talk so like, y'all, y'all talk so like firm. Y'all don't sound like us. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we from up North. So like we sound different, you know? And, um, we got like that Chester Philly accent, you know, I guess whatever. And, and he was just like, yeah, it's just, it sound cool, man. It just, you know, and like, you know, like he looking at the way I'm dressing, like he's just looking at me the whole way. Like he just he's just totally ousted by everything that we're doing. Like he's looking at like my sneakers and like he's just complimenting me on like how I threw everything together. And he's just like, yo, like, like y'all just cool, man. Like he's like, everybody I met from up north today is just cool. Like y'all just y'all cool. I want to come up there and I want to visit. And um I'm like, yeah, like, you know, like get with, get with, get with Lamar. Like Lamar put you on with some of our cousins that's your age. And like, maybe we can have y'all link up. Like, that'd be cool. Like, that'd be the inverse of what happened to me when I used to go down there. Now you could come up north and see how everything is. Like, that'd be cool. You know, like, granted, I don't think he's going to get up here and be fighting and all this extra stuff. But, you know, um, it'd be cool to get him up here. But it was just like I said, it was just great to see that it was great to see a kid that just was curious, you know, because we just be walking around with our phones glued to our face. And it's just, you know, we, we, we miss those, those small intricacies of just how kids just grow, you know? Um, and the, just the innocence of that, you know, like I miss that. Like I be picking the kids brains now, like, yo, what you into? Like, like what you like doing? You know, like I, I want to know about that now. Naturally, I would just want to know about what these kids are into, man, because um, we need to know even more but uh even now even more than ever for real because it's just getting wild out here but yeah back to the wedding man back to the the, the events that led up to it um i rented an airbnb i was staying on the east side off the east bank my cousin told me real real nice area where i stayed at you know i rented from uh, a couple lenora and brad um i want to say they uh, basically turned one portion of their house into a studio apartment that they rent out. You know, they had like it, it was they had everything at private entry, you know, private backyard, uh, stove, uh, refrigerator, its own bathroom, you know, um, TV up in there, whatever, little bar stools for you to sit at the little, you know, for you to eat your food and everything like that. And uh, shout out to Lenore and Brad. Like, I really enjoyed my stay there. Um it was fun, man. It was fun, yo. Like my cousins all rented. Everybody rented Airbnb. Everybody got Airbnb. Some people got hotels downtown in the French Quarter, but like for the most part, everybody rented Airbnbs, and I got to go around to everybody's Airbnb and like see how they was living, you know. And it was like it was nothing for you to. It's nothing for you to rent like a five bedroom, a six bedroom Airbnb down there, five four ba bathroom Airbnb down there, man. It's nothing for you to get that. Nothing, like literally, like anybody can. It's anybody can make anybody can can you know can do that it, it's, it's so available down there um the city is just vibrant man it's, it's growing um it's they're trying to get things back to somewhat normal from Katrina and it's just it was just different man I got to see all my cousins man it felt good to see them uh my cousins they raised me 
a lot of my cousins, I had a lot of female cousins that was like instrumental in like helping me, helping me become the young man that I am today, for sure. Uh, I got to see all my cousins through their hot girl stages, man. I, you know, like them running around after dudes. And the wild part is like, they picked the guys that they were running around after and now they married to them. They got kids with these guys, you know, like I've seen them go through a few different, different guys, different phases. But like, you know, the main ones that stuck around the family, they're still married to them still to this day. And it's great to see, you know, my cousin Ronetta used to have her little airbrush T-shirt, you know, her her little moniker that she her little nickname that she gave herself was Sweets. I still be clowning her about that nickname still to this day. So she would have Sweets airbrushed all over T-shirts, all over her Timbs, all over her Air Forces. You know, um, she stayed with a fresh pair of sneakers back in the day, stayed with some Air Maxes. She was always clean. You know, my cousin Barbarette, same thing. You know, um, you see how you see how you see how ghetto these names is. Right. But yeah, that's them. Um, my cousin Yolanda, the same thing. Like they was always fresh. They was always like the fresh older cousins that like just was always on the scene clubbing, doing a thing. You know, what I mean, you kind of like aspired to be them when you got older. You know, like they kind of just, you know, they stayed with like a nice little guy with them, you know, that was always cool with the family and stuff like that. I'm still cool with some of our ex-boyfriends that that they used to bring through like I still whenever I go back to the city and I ever see them you know I, I'm still cool with them dudes you know um and their husbands that they're with now I remember when they first started with them you know and now like they just they still with them they just older <laughs> they older and just used to being with the with with them you know and uh it's good to see man I, I had a great time man I did y'all I had a great 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 time man we uh ended up going to Bourbon Street of course I mean, you can't go to New Orleans without without going to Bourbon Street. We did go to Bourbon Street. It was a little nippy outside, but we enjoyed ourselves. Man, they had my aunt old ass up in there uh, jumping around to uh, Dreams and Nightmares intro by Meek Mill. I was crying, bruh. My old ass aunt was up in there. Um, my aunt Harriet. Actually, she is my she is my um my one of my uncle's uh ex-wives so you know she's an aunt by by marriage but you know she's my aunt and um her old ass up in there jumping around to you know they got her they didn't gave her a couple drinks she up in there jumping around to meek mill dreams and nightmares intro they put that shit on and you know up north people we still go crazy for that song that's like one of our anthems up here but like I didn't know that the appeal was still popping the way it is down south. Like they had, of course, you had the cornball dudes that was up on stage acting like they was meek. I don't know. They thought they was a part of Dream Chasers. They over there sticking their middle fingers up and doing all this wild, dumb shit up in the. And I'm like looking at these dudes, like look at these clowns up here. <laughs> like it's it's like that in every club too. It's always that guy that's just, you know, I don't know what it is. Mentally, he's just mentally he thinks that he is the rapper. He think that he is the person that created this song. So he's up on like, and you give they always find a stage. Them dumb losers, them nerds always find a stage and they like up on stage. Maybe they have a bottle in their hand, an empty bottle. They've been walking around the club with and, you know, they up there like throwing their middle fingers up and doing all the dances, jumping around and like, you know, like and it's just it was just but, you know, they were there. <laughs> they were there. And like I said, I happen to walk up in there and I see. You know, you know, the hold up, wait a minute. That part, everybody know that part when, you know, when Meek turns up on the song. And I'm looking in the crowd and I see my damn aunt 
and she got like a scully on too and i'm like who the who the hell put a scully on this woman they got a scully on her she is rolled up it's like scrolled up on her head like how dudes like how we wear scullies you know what i mean it's scrolled up on her head and she's actually jumping around jumping around like how we jump around on the dreams and nightmares intro and i'm like yo <laughs> I couldn't find my phone fast enough, man, to record this, man, because, oh, man, it was just hilarious, yo. Like, I hope that I painted the picture for y'all. But, yo, she's about five. She may be five, three, maybe five, three, five, four and um, short woman, you know, and like she definitely looks her age. I would say <laughs> she she looks she looks like an older woman. You know, and I heard jumping around just it just brought joy to me, man, because I was just cracking up about that. You know, like my my cousins, I'm like, yo, why y'all why y'all got your mom up in here look doing this? Yo, why she ain't back there playing spades and pinochle and tongue with everybody else at the house, you know, with the older people. But um it was good to see it was good to see that, man. Um uh, we had a great time on Bourbon Street. We met a bunch of characters you meet all the characters out there on bourbon street bourbon street is very much like new york like just how you be on a random train in new york and you just meet somebody just be sitting next to you in a full spider-man outfit on a random ass tuesday yes yeah, like that on bourbon street you know so um yeah man uh like i said we had a great time um much blessings to my cousin lamar and his new wife uh his new wife shannon um, we love y'all both, you know, Shannon and the family. Welcome, you know, Shannon and Shannon's family. Welcome to the family. We're very inviting. They know all about the podcast. I told my cousin that, you know, I'll be recording podcasts and he said, that's all he'd be listening to at work. So now he's listening to the podcast. So I'm pretty sure he's going to hear this. Um, and yeah, yeah, man. Um, that was my weekend, man. That was my weekend in a nutshell. I ended up renting a car and taking that thing back to the to the car depot and hop my ass back on the plane. A lot of my family ended up staying uh, till Monday. So they got to enjoy the amenities of like going to like the swamp tour and like going on that food. Uh, they got like this food itinerary type thing where like, they take you around to different food spots and like basically give you samplers to each uh, samplers to each spot. It's a genius idea. Um, Cause it just, it creates business, you know, it expands business uh, exponentially. But, um, but yeah, yeah, um, they got to enjoy that. I didn't, I had to work on Monday. I just, like I said, I just started this job a couple months ago, so I can't really like spread myself too thin as far as like using as much PTO time. They were gracious with giving me time off for this and my daughter's birthday, which is this upcoming week. My baby going to be 13, y'all. My baby going to be 13, man. Was tossing her in the air, stuffing her in the little corner of the, of my seat it, it, between my, my, my rib cage and my arm. Um, at one point and now my baby about to be 13 out here. Um, I can't wait to go up there and see her on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a good time too. It's going to be a great time, but yes, yes, yes. Uh, I just wanted to recap my weekend for y'all. Um, that I think I did a pretty solid job. I haven't really left anything out. No fights broke out, which is great. You know, my family, they kind of, they get that liquor up in them and like something can pop off. Some some mouths get to flying, you know, and we have to we have to make sure that we uh, are containing that, especially in the in the in the event that something may pop off. We had to. And, you know, on top of that, it would have been embarrassing for us to introduce ourselves to this new family um, that will be joining our family like in, in this manner. We didn't want any of that to pop off. So it was great. It was great, yo. 
Um, yeah. Uh, oh, man, I didn't even tell you all they have like a full band that come through there. I got a video of it, but I can't share it. Probably one day when I get uh, my YouTube page up and popping for the podcast. Um, but, yeah, I got a video, man. And uh, the whole band comes through. The whole band comes through there and and uh, it's dope. It's really, really dope. Um, it was really dope. It, it uh, You know, they, they do their footwork. If you ever seen them viral videos of like the kids like doing footwork, um, doing the footwork with the, you know, like they, they got like this particular things that they, they do with their feet. Um, and it's like on par with the whatever the band is playing. Um the band came up in there around like 945 because the wedding went all the way to like 10. The reception went all the way until like 11 o'clock almost. So like um, the wedding actually started at five. So the wedding started at five. It was over at like seven. And then um, the reception went from like basically like seven to like 11 or eight to like 11. And uh, my cousin had us all wearing Air Forces for the reception. So all the groomsmen, we all wore all white low top Air Forces uh which was kind of dope it was dope it was a dope you know thing because that was his favorite sneaker when he lived back home um when he lived up north so you know we all were air forces and and it was dope it was dope um they also um like i said the band came in there and and um it's funny because the bass drum um, the first thing that the, the band member hit when he first came in was the bass drum. Now, my family, we grew up in Chester, Pennsylvania. I told you all that millions of times. Chester is one of the roughest places to ever live in the whole country. It's not just a rough place to live in Pennsylvania. It's one of the roughest places to live in the country. And they hit that bass drum and my cousins that were from up north. They ran to the exit. They did not want no parts. They thought that the shooting had started. They thought that. They thought that this was the casting call for Heaven's Gates. They, they, you know, they, they got their asses up and they ran to the front door. <laughs> and my aunt had my aunt Rosie, who was Lamar's mother, the the groom's mother, had to sit them back down. Like, no, this is regular. <laughs> this is regular. Like they about to, you know, we about to get it popping. Like, you know, the band's coming up in here. But when he hit that bass drum, everybody thought that that was a gunshot. I guess. And if your gun sound like that, I don't want to be nowhere near you, man. Because if your gun sound like when you hit a, a bass drum, you have something. What? But what? What? Fifty say? And in, in Wayne like you riding around with guns the size of little bow wow. Yeah, that's probably that gun that he was describing. Because and I don't want to be around that because that probably take a limb off or flip a car over. But um, yeah, my cousins got up and like I said, we suffer from PTSD. We gotta be, we gotta be suffering from PTSD, man. Because they got up and ran to the exit. I seen all my cousins just get up from one table and just run to the exit. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then my I see my aunt like pushing them back, like, oh, where y'all going? Like, like everything's all right. We we okay. And the band came up in there and it was a party. You hear me? Like they had their they had a full band. Um uh, they had this one lady who was like the band leader, was doing all like the footwork stuff, and then like everybody that was from down there, all the all the groom, all the bridesmaids was in the middle doing all the footwork stuff, like partying. They was doing anything, and some of the some of the groomsmen was doing all the footwork stuff, and you know the the, the bride was doing the footwork, and even my cousin Lamar got up in there and was holding the, the umbrella. They have like Mardi Gras umbrellas that they that they hold up, you know, um, 
And I found out later on that like this is like the way that they bless a union. This is the way that they bless a birth too. Like if you just had a new a newborn baby, you know, um, you can request the band to be out there. And this is like a way of of them um, sanctioning and blessing, uh, 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 you know, an event that's happening. You know, in this case, there was a union going on, a marriage that was going on, um, a wedding that was taking place. So it was dope to find that out too. Um, and they be everywhere. Like they be at graduations, they be at weddings, they be even at funerals, even at funerals, they be out there, you know, cause they celebrate the life. They don't really celebrate the death, which we should be doing at funerals, but, um, it's a lot of grief, but like, yeah, they, uh, yeah, man, it was great. It was great times. It was, it was great times. Um, I hope I kind of painted the picture for y'all, man. Um, kind of got a little beside myself with uh it being over 30 minutes but um yeah this is the tired of talking podcast this is a great place to end it right here i'm your host jordan yo i need y'all to just relax this weekend man some way find some way to relax put yourself in a, in, a, in, a, in a mode of relaxation and um get ready for monday man i mean i hate i know that people hate to be thinking about monday on friday but i embrace mondays i do because i found out that like if you embrace the monday mondays aren't as bad as you as you typically think they are you know me i'm the type of person that i try to get everything done um on a monday i try to get i try to push myself out a few days um to like a wednesday get everything done between the month on a Monday up until Wednesday. That way it's easy. It's smooth sailing, you know, Thursday and Friday into my weekend. But, um, anyway, man, find some way to relax. Don't even think about Monday at this present, at this present time. Enjoy y'all weekend, man. I hope it's nice. I hope the weather is nice enough for y'all. I heard that we're going to be getting rain up here for like, uh, the next week or so. It's going to be supposed to be in the fifties or whatever, but I'm not a weather man. I'm not going to be sharing all of that. Um, and y'all just enjoy y'all weekend, man. Now I'll talk to y'all. I'll see y'all on the other side. Peace. <laughs>